Welcome to the Space Store podcast. You're listening to season one of the Space Talk. Every week on the Space Talk, we are joined by space experts and enthusiasts from across the globe to have fascinating conversations about all things space. This is a recording of our live show of season one, episode 11, The Story of Space Store, bringing space to Earth, with the CEO and founder of Space Store, who has 19 years of space industry experience, Stephen Ringler. We discuss Space Store's vision to bring space to everyone, everywhere, every day, the impact of the pandemic and how the company has adapted in bringing space to a global audience, and what the exciting future of space experience looks like. This Space Talk is also available to watch in wonderful Technicolor, along with all of seasons 1, 2 and 3 on the Space Store YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Space Store Live. Hi Steve, how are you? I'm good, how are you doing Latch? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So, to those of you who are new to Space Store, Stephen Ringler is the CEO and founder of Space Store, um, and it's the first time you're seeing him on screen, so... How does it feel to finally um, come in front of the camera? Because I know you've been doing so much work behind the scenes lately. Yeah, no, it feels great. I'm really uh, excited about tonight and hopefully get to share some cool stories with everybody. And if people have questions or want to know some more about Space Store and, uh, or space in general, I'm looking forward to answering and fielding some of those. Definitely. So just a reminder, as Steve said, if you have any questions throughout our talk tonight, please do send them via the chat if you're on Zoom um, or the Q&A or via the chat um, under the uh, YouTube video. So um, I guess to the loads of people joining us might not have heard of Space Store. So what is Space Store? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, sometimes I, I wonder if, uh, if the name just makes you think that we are just a store where we sell things. Uh, but Space Store is so much more than that. Space Store is really about space experience and bringing that to everybody. Um, so um, what, one of the ways we bring experience is we, we try to do hands-on kind of activities, things like getting in and out of spacesuits, trying on virtual reality masks, a little challenging in these, uh, these current COVID times. Uh, we like people to experience space through food. Uh, so we have a cafe and we relate it to how astronauts eat. Uh, and we do sell merchandise. We do sell products that are authentic to the space industry um, so that people can connect uh, with space. Uh, we also do um, loads of different events and talks and education um, activities and outreach so that more and more people can know about space. Uh, so really at the core, it's about experience and it's about experiencing space here on Earth. Yeah, just a quick comment from Oliver in. And he's saying Space Store has become an awesome little community. Um, and you're very right, Oliver, it has. And we really want to help um, expand this community. Hi, Grant from Bournemouth. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining us. Um, so you mentioned the different experiences of how um, Space Store is bringing space to Earth. But where did the original idea of Space Store come about from? You know, it's, it's actually a really funny story uh, where Space Store came about. Uh, about... Five years ago, um, I was on a date with my wife and we were at a shopping center uh, back in America when I was traveling back there from the UK uh, on a work trip. And we were on a date at a shopping center and we walked by a store called Build-A-Bear. Now, not sure if everybody knows what Build-A-Bear is, so just briefly, 
Uh, it's where you literally go into the store, you get a stuffed bear or an unstuffed bear, and then you build it, you stuff it, you clothe it. Uh, it's a very hands-on experience. And I turned to Leah uh, and said, why don't we have build a rocket? Isn't build a rocket pretty cool? Um, and, and that's actually where the whole idea of creating something um, that's based in an accessible location for people came. Um, and it's just kind of spiraled out, out from there. That's great. That's great. And the build a rocket you mentioned, um, how, how, how do you think you've got to that stage yet? In terms of your experiences, if, if we call that the, the, um, the starting point, uh, the build a, build a rocket, do you think you've got to that stage yet or not? Yeah, that's, you know, I don't think I've been asked that question before uh, because, you know, as it evolved, we haven't, haven't done that yet. There's a couple of really cool model rocket companies uh, out there, and we are planning to actually uh, sell model rockets at some point. Uh, some of, uh, there's a lot of restrictions for using model rockets um, yeah. around the world. <laughs> So uh, as you could imagine, I know where I come from in the States, at least where I was from, uh, you just couldn't use them uh, because of the potential fire hazard. Um, but I think it would be pretty amazing if at some point, you know, that re became a reality. You could come to the store or you could go online, you could design your own rocket um, and we could ship it out to you and then you could, uh, you could have that. So in the meantime, uh, we have a couple of other ways that we get people to experience rockets. There's a virtual reality experience where you get to go up in the Soyuz uh, which yeah. is uh, the current workhorse for astronauts. Um, so that, uh, that's pretty cool. And we've got a couple different activities for, for the littler ones uh, to learn about rockets as well. That's great. Now, the reason I asked that um, is because if you say that was your initial thought of how space law should be, how would you say it's involved in, into what it is today? Yeah, so that's, that's a good question. We really, um, what we did is we started to kind of solicit the idea around to people and share about this. Well, what if we had a place in like a shopping center or a high street? Um, what might that look like? What would bring people to it? And um, as we shared the idea around, a lot, of, a lot of people both in the space industry and outside the space industry were like, wow, this is, this is a really interesting idea. So we, uh, we brought on board a couple of um, heavy hitters in some, of, uh, some various industries. So in food and beverage, we brought on board Rick Status, uh, from the retail world, uh, Joe Skilton, um, and we brought aboard an astronaut, Michael Lopez Alegria, um, who got on board with the idea. So he actually holds the record for most time walking in space uh, for a U.S. astronaut. And mm -hmm. with this team, uh, with a number of other uh, amazing players like Michael Curtis Rouse and, and others, we, we generated this, this place, this place to be where you could experience space um, in, in a shopping center, um, a cafe, a uh, place for you know, trying on virtual reality, a place to uh, just hang out and see live space data. And as the evolution continued, we brought on board some other uh, great folks who um, helped us look into it uh, uh, even wider. So one of the big things that um, we we said is like, if we want to bring space to everybody, we need to be digital as well. And so hence the start of a, a web store, starting um, this YouTube live channel, uh, Space Store Live, uh, so that we could reach more people. And actually, um, if you couldn't come to a store, uh, that we could come to you. 
No, that's great. And I hope I hope everyone who's joining us uh, via YouTube clicks that subscribe button uh, to tune into more talks like this. And this is our 11th talk. Um, so we've been going for 11 weeks strong with our talks, uh, our Tuesday roundup and the ephemeris quiz. Um, and that's what the digital side of Space Store was. Um, and you mentioned some of the key players and influence to kind of make it happen. But when, when did you, when did it kind of occur to you that you have to branch out into a cafe, into a merchandise, into an experience, like splitting it into three different um, themes, I suppose you could call it. Yeah, I think it, it occurred to us when, um, one of the things that we became very acutely aware of is the decline of footfall in shopping centers, um, that people are moving to more and more online shopping. And so it became actually a very attractive proposition for shopping centers to bring on board more experiential um, stores and places. Uh, and through that, uh, we realized that there was a, a really good mix that we could provide to increase footfall, increase people coming to shopping centers um, and encouraging more activity here. Um, so, so that's kind of why it came. The other, the other thing that was interesting about it is when you think about space and space exploration, it's not just about um, science and engineering. It's actually about all of humanity. It's about everything that we're about. It's, it's about um, art. You can see some art behind me. It's about food and beverage. You know, astronauts, they eat, they need to eat, they want to eat good food. It's about um, entertainment and leisure. There's, you know, people want to play games. They want to enjoy life. Um, so so that's that's why we wanted to bring it all together in a more holistic um, type of endeavor. Well, that's great. That's, and for those of um, the listeners tuning in tonight, uh, might not actually know, but Steve is sitting currently in the first space store ever, which is based in South Oxfordshire in Didcot in the UK. Um, why Didcot? I mean, a lot of people um, might not even heard of it before they've been to space. Store. Why did you choose that location? So I get this question all the time. And um, Didcot is, uh, for all intents and purposes, um, kind of just not a well-known location in the United Kingdom. Um, but something that is very well-known here is something called Harwell Campus, uh, which hosts the UK's space cluster, um, which, ha which has over 100 space organizations, thousands of employees that work in the space industry, and that's literally at the doorstep of Didcot. Um, so we uh, made the choice that we want to represent the space industry to the public. We want to be the retailer for the space industry. And so in order to do that, we need to be where the space industry is. And so actually a lot of our partners, a lot of the uh, companies that we work with that uh, give talks on YouTube Live, that um, we sell some items on their behalf, they come from Harwell Campus, they come from the space cluster. And so it actually makes perfect sense to, to start our initial Fourier uh, into retail and into meeting with the public um, right next to where the space industry is located in the UK. That's great. And I think that gives, um, gives me the perfect cue to ask you to give us a little tour of the shop. And for people who haven't been able to um, go down there until now, uh, give them reason to get down there. 
Okay, yeah. No, I'd love to love to show you around. I'm uh, I'm really excited because this Saturday uh, I'm proud to announce that we're going to open the doors um, uh, um, basically every day uh, of the year going forward, with the exception of a couple holidays, of course, like Christmas and New Year. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to open on Saturday and we're going to be open from 11 to 3, um, inviting people in and um, uh, really excited to, to announce that. So yeah, let me let me take you around. I think if I, I think I can flip my camera around. Oh, I can indeed. All right. Well, I think the first thing to show you is our our cafe. So Laksh mentioned that we, we have a cafe, so we serve things like um, hot organic coffee, milkshakes, fraps. Um, we sell uh, hot food, uh, paninis. The theme of the cafe is all about what is it like to eat in space and uh, what's it like to eat on Earth. So in space, for example, astronauts are obsessed with tortillas. And so all of our food items we make, we can turn into wraps, just like they would in space. But astronauts also crave to eat the food that they have here on Earth, especially fresh fruit and vegetables. That's why we sell smoothies, um, for example. Uh, so that's a little bit about our cafe. It's located, uh, our, we're doing takeaway currently, um, but uh, prior to the COVID crisis, we actually, you would have seen all sorts of tables and chairs laid out across the store uh, when we had visitors coming in and, and enjoying their coffee here. So that's, that's the first maybe stop to, to show you. Um, I mentioned artwork. We have some beautiful artwork, uh, minimalistic art here. Um, the next kind of main thing about the space store is our experience zone. So this is all about the hands-on, being able to touch, to feel, experience space. You can see we have a number of spacesuits that are replicas back there. Those are Sokol spacesuits that have to do uh, with the Russian launch vehicle, the Soyuz, uh, which um, astronauts is the main workforce for getting astronauts to the International Space Station. These are commissioned by this UK space agency. When Tim Peake, this is the astronaut that you see here, uh, went up to space in his Principia mission. And it was to give people an accurate, um, uh, a, a close to realistic experience of what a spacesuit was like uh, to wear. Um, and so that's why it was commissioned. And now we have those here for people to try on not currently because of uh, the current government restrictions and um, you know, trying to keep everybody safe. Um, we also uh, do virtual reality. You can see a couple of headsets that we have in the back. And there's a number of different experiences that we, we have listed up here on the wall where we take you on a launch vehicle, we take you through space on a spacewalk. And one that I think is particularly cool is uh, this gentleman right up here, Andy Torbett, is actually uh, the stunt double of James Bond and he produced one of our VR experiences where you can go on a cave dive under the ice caps of Mars. So that's pretty cool. Wow, okay. There's a whole lot to experience in the experience zone then. There is. Now, I am really excited to share though that we, as I walk over here, I'll explain. Um, we are trying to bring our experience zone to everybody around the world. And so we are in the process of moving our experiences and our events and making them global. And so one of the things uh, that we have just launched is the Space Store Activity Box, the Launch Box, um, pardon the pun. Um, and the <laughs> Launch Box is all about uh, bringing experience to your home. So the first one that we've launched that you can get online right now is 
uh, for uh, key for three to seven year olds. And it's all encompassing, does a whole bunch of fun activities um, to get your kids involved in learning about space. But I'm also excited to announce that coming in August, we will be launching um, our first experience um, online called Exploration Space. It's something that we run here in the shop um, that we've had loads of people come to, but now we're gonna be able to do it virtually and we're gonna actually be able to ship you some pretty cool stuff with that box that is uh, related to space. So the other part of the space store to share about is our merchandise. We do have a lot of cool stuff um, associated with uh, space. So one of the things I'll, I'll point out, which is to give you a taster of what it's gonna be like for exploration space is uh, meteorites. We have a, a wide selection of meteorites. These are rocks that come from um, space, mainly the asteroid belt, uh, but also from other places. And if you join in the exploration space activity, we'll be sending you some of these uh, along with it. So that is super cool. So lots of things, jewelries, games, fun stuff uh, for kids, for adults, apparel. We have some of our own, uh, we have some of our own um, uh, uh, designs. So we have some uh, designs over here I can show you. Um, it's funny, I've actually got a bunch of kids outside the door right now knocking to come into Space Store, but unfortunately <laughs> we're closed at the moment. Um, and one other fun thing to show you is we, we've got some cool artifacts and things uh, at the store. So here is a thrust vector control unit, which is, uh, was used during the Apollo era for testing. Thrust vector control is to make sure that the rocket goes in the right direction to orbit the Earth. A lot of people think that rockets just go straight up. They actually go straight up only for a short while before they turn to a directly horizontal trajectory so that they can orbit the Earth. And that is what would have had fuel um, burning through it to, to change that direction. And one other fun thing to point out is we have a nice signed copy of a picture from Michael Lopez Alegria uh, right here, who's the astronaut that works uh, with us. Nice. So we also have live space data that we like to show on our screens um, so that you can see some of that up there in the top right. Uh, any, any other questions or thoughts about the, the shop you want me to show, Latch? Well, that's great. I just wanted to ask you, since you're showing showing us around the shop, is how 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 is Space Store looking looking after kind of the social distancing that's been brought in now? Because I'm sure so many shoppers will be worried about um, social distancing when they're going to a shop, especially that to do with experiences. Um, how 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 has that affected it, and how are you looking after that? Yeah, no, that's a great question. We uh, you can see on the ground here that we have arrows um, that are that point out our one-way system through the shop uh, we set it up in such a way that that keeps that going we also have the two meter lines which are these uh, lines that are here so we can encourage social distancing um, it turns out that because we're a restaurant um, we are uh, we do most of the things naturally um, uh, to keep people safe by um, having lots of hand washing we do um, uh, we wear gloves. Uh, we uh, are constantly wiping down surfaces with antibacterial. Uh, so um, we are doing everything we possibly can to keep people safe. That's great. I'm sure that will calm a lot of people's nerves who are itching to visit, but we might be worried about, um, of course, the guidance and guidelines that have been brought in. 
That's great. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. And I hope everyone enjoyed that tool. I, I certainly did. Um, I guess moving on to a question that was asked um, from Grant really early on is what are kind of the near future plans now? Of course, we've we've heard about Space Store Live and how um, Space Store is trying to reach reach the entire globe in terms of space experiences. Um, as you mentioned, we're launching the first digital activity exploration space um, within the next month. What do you see the near future holding for Space Store? Yeah, no, that's, um, it's, it's very interesting because for the longest time, our plans have been that once we showed that this, um, what we call proof of concept store that I just walked you through works and can run itself and uh, can feed itself, um, that the plan was to then start opening up really large space stores with full-blown restaurants, um, lots more experiences, uh, and a much bigger stores, probably about four or five times the size of what you saw here today. And um, the plan was to launch about two of those per year in major cities all across the UK. But given the situation now with, with COVID, we've decided to um, put a little bit of a pause on that for the next year or two in order to really um, focus on getting our space experiences to everyone. Um, and that's why in the short term, we are moving all of our experiences. So birthday parties, scouts, girl guides, um, Girl Scouts in America, um, business activities, uh, you name it. Uh, one of our most popular is a two hour called Fascination Space. All of these things were moving to be online. So what's, what's really cool about that is that you don't just have to live in a 30 mile, 40 mile radius of Didcot. You can be anywhere in the world and we'll be able to yeah. send you uh, so much of what we do and then actually host that with you uh, live. Um, so um, that's, that's one of the main things that we're doing in the short term. Um, another uh, kind of area that we're, we're focusing a lot on uh, is Space Store Live, this, uh, this channel where we're trying to bring space experts um, from around the world uh, to share and to talk and tell everybody about space. Um, so those are some of the, the kind of immediate things that we're doing, um, as well as I mentioned, we're launching, uh, we're reopening the store this Saturday. We've opened the last couple of weekends, uh, but we are now going to be open uh, every day. Uh, we used to be closed on Mondays, but no more. We're going to be open every day uh, starting this Saturday um, to welcome people back. That's great. Awesome. Uh, Deb, Deb Humphreys is saying congratulations, Steve. Awesome use of your talent and teamwork. Uh, he's going to be checking out the uh, front products for his grandson. I hope you do enjoy those. Um, and a quick shout out from Sarah Medley. Um, she shouts out Howell Campus and Didcot, and she can't wait to come back to Space Store for coffee. And uh, she's saying she really missed it during lockdown. Um, I guess I'm really sorry. That's one of the things we can't provide digitally is our amazing coffee. <laughs> well, one thing we are looking at doing um, is we are looking at ways that we can ship our food uh, initially through local ship, uh, shipping. But one of the experiences that we do is something called eat like an astronaut. Um, yeah. And we are looking at how can we, we ship this food worldwide. And a fun fact about Michael Lopez Alegria uh, and astronauts in general is that they love to be reminded of Earth. Remember, they spend months at a time, three, six yeah. months up to a year 
in isolation. And so they desperately crave comfort foods. And uh, Mike's favorite comfort food, um, and I, you know, I, I heard some folks that I, I know are based out of California, will know that uh, there's a place called Cupertino and there's a coffee shop there that he just absolutely loved. And so he would actually drink an espresso uh, at least once a day from that coffee shop while he was aboard the International Space Station. So who knows, it could be in the future uh, for us to, um, to ship some coffee your way. That definitely sounds exciting. And the space experts you were talking about for, from all around the world. Um, for, those, for those of the listeners um, here tonight, uh, we actually had um, some space experts from Portugal last week. So I definitely encourage you to check that video out um, from last Thursday. We talked about kind of the near future plans uh, in terms of digitalizing everything. What's beyond that, though? What, what, should, what should people be really, really excited about, um, say, five years from now? What does space all look like to you? Yeah, um, I, I love thinking about the long term and the vision um, for the future. One of the uh, things I've already mentioned, these kind of bigger hub stores that will be located all across the UK and eventually all across the globe. Um, Ten years from now, I'd love to see 150 of these stores all over the world. Um, but some of the other things that I really am passionate about and would love to see is is people really connecting to space. And so, uh, and actually recognizing space as uh, an industry and something that provides value added services um, in all walks of life, in all sorts of ways. So two, two things that I, I wanted to share that I would be so excited if these things came to fruition. Um, yeah. One is uh, take, take uh, satellite phones, for example. Uh, you know, everybody's got a mobile phone. In fact, I'm doing the Zoom call through a mobile phone right now. Um, well, they're also satellite phones, so you know you can't you can't get 4G out in the middle of the ocean. So they have uh, we use satellites for those communications. I think it would be super cool if we could be uh, the retailer for sat phones. You know, things that are enabled by satellites. Um, and another thing that I think would be super cool is the tourism industry in space is, is just on the verge of taking off. Um, you probably hear reports, you've heard about the SpaceX launch with Bob and Doug that was successful at the International Space Station. SpaceX, by all means, is looking at tourism. You've got companies like Blue Origin and uh, Virgin Galactic. Um, Richard Branson has been doing quite a few tests um, uh, of, of late. Um, it would be super cool if we could at Space Store book tickets to space. Um, so that is definitely in the cards. Um, and as we grow and we get bigger and recognize more, uh, I would love to, for the people that can't afford the tickets to go to space, um, cause at the moment they're running about a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, we'd love to have a, uh, say a, a light version that you could do just yeah. here, here on earth. And for people like me who are scared of heights and don't want to go in a rocket, uh, I would love to, you know, spend a, a bit less money, could be even a few hundred pounds, um, to do something that was similar to what the real thing was. Well, that's great. Just, um, there's a few questions coming in. Well, just a reminder to everyone, we are going to get to your questions, so don't worry. Uh, they are there. We're going to get to them in about five, ten minutes' time. Just going to have a, um, a quick, um, some, more, some more questions for Steve that I have, and then uh, we'll get to your questions. But that's great in um, discussing the long-term vision that we want to sell, um, Space Door wants to sell um, 
space tourism tickets. That's awesome. Um, I don't. I'm not sure if anyone's really thought about that yet um, in the in the bigger scale. But it's great that Space Store wants to be so heavily involved. As you said, you want to be the retailer for the space industry, um, and selling tickets to space, I think, um, is going to be a high priority. Exactly. Now it hasn't taken off yet, so we're not uh, we're not really far behind the curve yet. I still think we're a few years off from it becoming uh, um, something that's more affordable that could be purchased booked in a store. So, yeah, I think um, a couple more questions for me actually. We spoke about uh, your inspiration for Space Store, but and bringing the space experience to everyone, to everyone across the world every day. Where does your inspiration for space come from? Like, why do you want to bring it to everyone? So my inspiration for space actually came from when I was, I was really little. Um, I mean, it really, I, somebody bought me a space book and I remember that book and it really got me into it. Uh, but then as I grew up, um, I actually learned that my, my grandfather worked on the Apollo missions. Uh, and that really intrigued me. So he actually helped, um, helped send people to the moon. And I thought that was super cool. Um, and then uh, something happened when I was uh, in secondary school or high school for those in the U.S. Um, where um, I, I fell in love with Star Trek The Next Generation. And <laughs> I still to this day hope to, uh, when I grow up, become uh, Captain Jean-Luc Picard. So those things all inspired me. And I, I'm one of those weird people that um, I was inspired by space. I loved space since I was, I was young. I went yeah. into aerospace engineering in school. I started working at the Aerospace Corporation when I left school. <laughs> I have stayed in the space industry uh, my entire career. Um, so um, yeah, it's a, it's a deep running passion of mine. That's great. And along with that deep running passion for space, which I'm sure motivates you every day to bring Space Store to life, what, what fuels your vision for Space Store um, along with your kind of passion for space? You know, there's a lot of different things that, that fuel the passion. One thing that um, I just absolutely love is uh, how I believe space, even though initially, um, where space actually came from uh, was based off of uh, fear and the development of an arms race between the U.S. and Russia. Yeah. Fast forward 40, 50 years, and now the U.S. and Russia have built a space station together and cohabitate that space station 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. So I believe strongly that space can be used for peaceful means. I believe space um, has the ability to um, do good for the Earth. Uh, you can see some, some beautiful images of the Earth that are taken from satellites behind me. Shout out to Terry Fremantle who put those together. Um, and there are companies like one of our partners, OceanMind, um, who uses space data to track illegal fishing and bring it to an end. Um, yeah. because for example, with fish, there will be no more fish in the ocean by 2050, or you won't be able to fish enough fish to feed, feed the, uh, meet the current demand. And we use space to, to help, uh, to help, um, curb illegal fishing and overfishing. We use space, uh, to help, um, stop illegal poaching. We use space yeah. to do so many things for 
for the good of humanity. So that, that drives it. And I think the, the, probably the third thing that really drives my passion is, is on the education side. Um, I cannot tell you how many times I've, I've ran an event or I've led uh, a group of children uh, or adults even in um, learning about space and just to see their faces, to see them go from what in the world is this thing to, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm holding a rock, for example, a meteorite that's 4.5 billion years old in my hand. Um, I just think that kind of um, excitement just, just fuels the passion over and over. That's great. That's so inspiring. Um, I'm definitely inspired. I hope everyone at home listening is. We're going to get to your questions uh, now, so hang in there. Sarah Medley, silly question, but I have to ask, have you been watching the new uh, Netflix series Space Force? <laughs> have you? <laughs> uh, yes, I have. Um, so, I'll, I'll, you know, <laughs> since you asked, I won't just answer with a yes or no. I'll, I'll give you a little context for that. So, uh, one, I love Steve Carell. He's hilarious. Um, something interesting about Space Force is, um, so I used to work in the States. I worked um, for the space program primarily uh, through the U.S. Air Force. And uh, something that we have all wanted for a long time was uh, to have space recognized as a separate branch of the military. And yeah. so actually, the whole idea of, of, of Space Force has been around for a long time. And most members of the space community are actually very keen on it uh, happening. I think, unfortunately, what happened was um, there was some miscommunication or uh, funniness about the name. Um, I think Space Force is not the right, doesn't project the right uh, kind of, uh, I think, feeling that we would want it to have. Uh, it makes it sound like it's a lot more offensive, but it's actually more defensive. We use space. Yeah. Uh, in the military for weather, for communications, uh, really to protect um, protect troops. Uh, so I think I think the name kind of got in the way. Also, there's uh, with the the TV show Space Force. They they talk about. I mean, they they kind of bring it together with astronauts. And honestly, astronauts are completely separate from the military. Uh, that's a civil program. So there's a little bit of confusion, but um, it is really funny uh, <laughs> if you want to give Space Force a watch. But I'm going to make another plug for a Netflix show, which is called A Year in Space, about Scott Kelly's uh, year-long endeavor in space. It's about 10-minute episodes. I think there's about 10 of them. Absolutely brilliantly done. Um, great way to experience space. Uh, so A Year in Space, Scott Kelly on Netflix. There you go. A couple of recommendations for listeners if you're listening in. Uh, space Force and A Year in Space. Uh, now, on to Grant's question. He posted this a while ago. We didn't get to it. He's asking, any plans for an interactive space store app? Yeah, yes, yes, there are plans. So one of the, um, yeah, there, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say other than yes, we want to, we want to have a, we want to have an app. Um, we don't want it to just be uh, a shop, you know, so there's, what we really want to do is make it a place that you would, you would go because you just want to know more about space. And it could be in lots of different ways. There could be news channels associated with it. Uh, there would be, um, you know, events, talks. Uh, but probably the thing I'd be most excited about seeing in an app is the ability to see what's happening in space right now. So whether it's live or it's semi-live, like what's the latest thing happening in Mars? What's the latest images 
coming down from Earth. What are the astronauts looking at on the space station? Um, and so one of the things I'd be super excited about is having an app uh, that provides uh, that kind of capability. Uh, and I can tell you that we are actually working on something just in those lines. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for more information on that. Definitely. Um, a question from Michael Hernandez now, and I think, um, I think Michael's local because he's worried, he's asking um, if the local shops around Space Store and the Didcot Shopping Centre um, have opened their doors as well. I'm sure many shoppers will be worried about that, if other shops have opened or not. Yeah, so um, in the it's been a slow opening. So I, I have to be honest, there's a couple of shops that haven't opened that I was really surprised by. Um, uh, I would say that at the moment we're about 80% capacity. Um, uh, we've had some stores that have gone out of business that have left, um, but I'm hearing about 50% of restaurants are planning to open open their doors. Um, the reason, you know, there's, there's another 50% are choosing not to. We've chosen not to actually set out tables uh, just yet. We don't feel quite comfortable with that. Um, so we're gonna stick with takeaway. Um, so. But, but it is opening up. Uh, it was funny about two weeks ago on the, the first day when people could go to the shops, it was like Christmas day and there were so many people. Uh, but that has definitely, definitely died down a little bit. Um, one of the things that, that we're trying to do here at Space Store is create something for people to do and people to have fun and still have that experience feel. So if you are in the area, uh, we've got um, a treasure hunt for 10 and unders here at the store, which is good fun. They get a prize at the end. Uh, it doesn't cost anything. Uh, also, we've got a, for 10 and overs, a space quiz, uh, where also there's a, a prize at the end as well. Um, and that's good fun. And it's a good way to kind of give people something to do when there's maybe less things to do in the current times. Definitely. Um, so Michael, get down there as soon as you can on Saturday. Um, a question from Eric Peterson. Um, Tim Peake, he mentioned, of course, is a star in our organization and good for, he's so famous across the UK and inspiring the next generation of um, space engineers and people in STEM. Um, do, do, does Space Store plan on featuring more astronauts? I know you mentioned Michael Lopez Alegria. Um, do, does Space Store have a plan of featuring maybe more astronauts or cosmonauts in the future? Yeah, that's, that's cool. Uh, Thanks so much for joining, Eric. Uh, it's great to great to hear from you. Um, yeah, I think that from a from an astronaut perspective, we we have quite a few connections with astronauts. There's about four of us on the team that um, are rocket scientists. We've got Mike uh, Lopez Alegria, who's a, a, a bona fide astronaut. Um, we work with a number of different astronauts on various things. Um, we actually have some astronauts that follow us on Twitter and. Uh, and Instagram, which is pretty cool. So one of the things that uh, most immediately that we'd like to do is we'd like to feature an astronaut on one of our space store talks. So if any of the astronauts are listening right now, we'd love to get you on uh, to, because I, you know, I'm glad people are enjoying this, but I bet you anything you'll enjoy hearing from an astronaut a bit more than me. So <laughs> uh, one, other, one, one other thing to mention that we do with astronauts is um, we can, um, we can get astronauts to be booked in for uh, educational activities. Um, so um, we've actually done that with some schools, which has been really cool. I'll tell you, kids' mouths just drop wide open when they, they see somebody locked in space. Yeah, definitely extremely inspiring. I hope we can, I hope Space Store can get um, 
more astronauts, cosmonauts in the future. Um, next question from Oliver White. Um, he's, um, he's talking about space models and uh, he'd love to see, see more models of space vehicles, things like the SpaceX Crew Dragon and the Skyrover XL. Um, and he, 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 he's correct in thinking we have the reaction engine Skylon models. Um, are models of others like those I named in stock at Space Store or yeah. is this something that Space Store are looking to get in the future? Yeah, so models is definitely one of our product lines. Um, you rightly said we do have Reaction Engine Skylon model. We actually are the only uh, people that sell it. And I think we have about 50 left, so, um, and they are not going to be reproduced, so those will be a collector's item. Uh, three of those we've actually got signed by the founders, so if you're interested in picking one of those up, let me know. Um, we currently have a number of Rebel models from the Apollo era. So we've got uh, astronauts, the, uh, the, uh, the moon landers, um, the Saturn V, we've got Discovery uh, shuttle. Um, we have some metal art, uh, which is this really cool way that you can kind of put together um, a model of the space shuttle, the moon buggy and uh, the Apollo lander. One of the things, uh, that's tricky about models is the whole issue around copyrights and licensing and whatnot. Um, so I have, uh, we have, we have started to reach out to a couple of different places where they can, they, these models are produced. Um, and I'll tell you, it's a little bit of a slow, slow burn, uh, but we're hoping to have more and more. We're also hoping to um, work with some of our suppliers who help us with augmented reality um, and working with them to see if we could get um, some models put into augmented reality um, and also I mentioned the metal art doing that as well um, so I, in fact last week I saw this really cool dragon capsule 3d printed model um, that basically the the gentleman that put it together is given the file out for free you can, you can print it yourself I mean I just thought it looked amazing um, so I have reached out uh, I haven't heard back yet uh, but uh, I've reached out to a couple of folks you know enthusiasts if anybody knows a great place where we can get some models, uh, please let me know. So definitely something to look forward to then, Oliver. Stay tuned. Uh, make sure you follow us on our social media channels where we regularly post about our merchandise on our website. So definitely stay in touch. Um, another question from Remco Timmermans. Um, and he is asking, how does Space Store determine um, product selection, like the merchandise we sell. I know you mentioned it's very authentic and it's different to other retailers. Um, how does Facebook determine what it's selling? So we, we look at a couple of different things. I mean, the, the, the primary thing that I always think about when we, we go to buy something or um, approve a new product is, can we make an authentic connection to space and can people experience space through this product? Um, my team uh, has asked me to sell keychains uh, for a long time and pens for a long time, and I've uh, and shot glasses, you know, branded things, and I've been super hesitant to sell any of those kind of things because that doesn't really meet those criteria. It's not to say we might not sell those things at some point, but um, every product that we have, we, we want people to experience space. So, so for example, um, you know, meteorites—that's the easiest one because those are actually from space. Um, our moon rock. You can buy moon rock from Space Store. Um, we have these augmented reality cards that help bring space to life and help um, put things in three-dimensional uh, uh, expression. Um, when it comes to our, our apparel, um, 
one thing that we're really keen on is um, helping the planet, not hurting the planet. And so we uh, are, are very selective and try very hard to um, only source from um, companies that that are eco-friendly, carbon neutral, organic cotton, slave free. Um, you know, sometimes we do get some complaints that our, our prices are a little high, um, but you know, it, it really comes down to the sustainability um, side of things. So that's really important for us. Um, so, so that's, that's, that's a lot of the mindset that, that goes into it. The other, the other thing that I think is really important is accessibility. And now that word gets thrown around a lot, means a lot of things to a lot of different people. But to, to us, what it means is when we did a survey before we opened up Space Store about how many people in the world like space, it turns out 95% of people like space and 92% of people want to experience a space on Earth. That's a lot of people, but that's a lot of different demographics. So people are going to want to have space tailored to them in different ways. So for example, uh, some of the artwork that we have, um, I mean, personally, as a nerd, I don't really, I don't really love it. Um, oh, can you still hear me? Yeah, Did I cut out? All oh, right, right. As uh, you know, I don't, I don't personally love it that much because, um, but I, we have a huge market of people who love hipster, minimalistic artwork, and it still helps them experience space. And I think that's great. So, so I'm very, very open to a very diverse range of merchandise uh, that can reach as many people as possible and connect them to space. Yeah, no, that's great because it's important to, it's, it's really good to hear that Space Source, um consciously choosing its products whilst looking after the environment um, and also wants to achieve its mission whilst whilst caring for the environment and doing more good than harm to it. Um, so that's great to hear. Um, another question from Remco, um, and he's talking about other experiential, experiential chain of stores um, such as Warhammer. Um, are there any lessons to be taken from them about building a community and providing valuable experiences for them? I'm not sure if you've heard of Warhammer. <laughs> so funny story, uh, started playing Warhammer when I was uh, a wee lad at about 10 <laughs> years old and didn't know anything about England. I lived in America, but I did know that I wanted to move to England because you could buy Warhammer there and it was really hard <laughs> to come by in the States. So absolutely love Love Warhammer. Um, so yes, I think in terms of building a community and building, um, you know, this experience around that, that is what we want to do. So especially as we think about opening up more stores, as we go digital, um, you know, we're trying to bring people together. Um, there's it, one of the things that excites me too is when we have other locations, is to be able to interconnect those locations. Um, to have there be, you know, people talk about this idea of a franchise model at some point, which is something we're considering. But, you know, a lot of times franchises are very much very cookie cutter. It's like, okay, you make these exact things and you do these exact things. But, yeah. but if you think about it, wherever we go, let's just take, I don't know, I'm going to pick a random country, Switzerland, for example. They have a space agency. They have a space program. Um, I want Space Store Switzerland to represent Switzerland. And I want people to be able to connect to Switzerland, like want to go to Space Store in Switzerland, um, not because they're gonna, I mean, they'll get some of the same things, but they'll also get this, this different experience and learn about what the Swiss are proud of and what they've been working on. 
Um, and the same goes for any and every country uh, involved in space and has a space store. So, so building that community is, is key. Uh, one other analogy I like to use is this idea of a third place. Um, you know, we have our homes, we have our jobs, and then we have somewhere else that we like to go and like to just be and feel part of something and belong. And that's what we've tried very hard to make space store. Yeah, no, that's great that, that your vision is to um, enhance the community of space around the world by making it relatable to each separate country. I don't think I don't think a lot of franchises do that. As you said, it's 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 a little bit of cookie cutter, same thing everywhere. Um, I'm, I'm really excited that Space Store wants to be something like that. It wants to be different. So Space Store in London is going to be different to Space Store in New York. Space Store in, I don't know, um, South Africa is going to be different to somewhere in America. That's, that's absolutely great. Um, a question in from YouTube is slightly futuristic, actually. Would you consider Disney-type rides when you expand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So, you know, we, you know, part of uh, starting something new is that you have to, you have to dream big. You have to think like, oh my gosh, what could this become? And yeah. simultaneously, you have to think about, well, how, if I'm going to get there, how, what are the steps I'm going to have to take? Um, and, oh my gosh, by all means, have we thought about, you know, space store theme parks or space store hotels or space store, uh, you know, you name it. Um, so, so definitely that is, you know, long, long-term um, uh, okay. in fact, we've got a couple really cool ideas about creating effectively what astronauts experience in space here on earth for the public. So that would be super cool. Um, in terms of something a little bit more practical though, is um, we do think about um, and have plans for, um, you know, various vehicles that exist in space and having those here on earth and being able to experience what it's like to be say on a launch where there's a lot of shaking going on. There's a lot of sounds yeah. and uh, heat and, and noise, et cetera. Um, and then we also have some plans um, for developing more virtual reality where you get to experience a bit more kind of like a roller coaster, but uh, you know, a journey through space, whether that's on another planet. Um, we also have plans. There's, there's ways that you can simulate uh, uh, weightlessness or different gravities on different planets. Um, so with the bigger store, uh, we would definitely like to, to put some of those things in place. So it, it would in a way feel a bit like an attraction. Um, yeah. No, that's great. I hope that answers your question, um, Mary. We definitely are looking into things, or Space is definitely looking into things, um, making things a bit more um, theme park style space experiences. Um, I think that we've got through everyone's questions. We've still got around 10 more minutes, so please do keep sending in your questions, whether you're on, whether you're on Zoom or YouTube. Um, but it's been, it's been so great chatting to you, Steve. Likewise, Lach. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, it's, it's great having you on the team too, Lach, and uh, representing, representing Space Store um, every week on our talks every week. So thank you so much. It's a pleasure to host these, Mary. I do hope to um, support the um, Space Door Live um, for, as, uh, for as long as it lasts. And I'm just going to pop over to... That's great. I think we've answered everyone's questions. So please do send in your questions if you have any more uh, budding questions for Steve. Um, anything you want to finish on? 
Uh, no, I just like to thank everybody for uh, calling in. Uh, it's great, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people I don't know on the line. There's a couple couple friends from uh, afar across the pond. Uh, so really great to hear from you. Uh, some people who actually have coached me in uh, public speaking are on the line. So that's that's great. I hope I passed. Um, yeah, no, I, I just want to thank everybody for uh, for calling in. Um, we will be having some upcoming fundraising rounds. So uh, we have done a few fundraising rounds where folks have been able to buy into the company um, and hopefully experience the benefit of, of its success uh, as, as it grows. Um, and we've got a couple of opportunities coming up in the not too distant future. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we will be taking some more investment uh, in the coming months. Um, uh, and a big thanks to all of our investors so far. We have over 200 people that have invested in the company uh, and believe in the vision, um, which has been absolutely fundamental. Uh, big shout out to the entire team uh, that helps support. There's so many people in the background um, that are helping and making this work. Um, and so if I haven't mentioned your name, I apologize, but uh, I, I am grateful for everyone uh, who's making Space Door happen. Um, it, it's, it's a dream come true and um, it's just so amazing to, to look back over the last year and we had nothing and now we have a proof of concept store. Um, so it's, uh, and we had no digital channel and now we have a YouTube channel with I think like 30 something episodes on it for adults and kids. And uh, so it's absolutely been a, a blast, um, pun intended. Thank you for listening to the Space Store podcast. You can tune in live to our Space Talks and be part of the Q&A every Thursday at 7pm on youtube.com forward slash Space Store Live. Whilst you're there, catch up with season 1, 2 and 3 of the Space Talk and lots more. Like what you heard today? Why not support us by visiting our website, spacetour.co and check out how we are bringing space to everyone, everywhere, every day.